How can you feel depleted when you're having a fantastic time? So whether it's a holiday, right? Sometimes you have a holiday and you're like, I need a vacation for my vacation. Whether it's spending time with people you love that energize you, that excite you, but afterwards you feel off center. Afterwards you have trouble coming back to real life or founding, really getting back to that foundation. So this is what we're addressing today. Why does this happen? How can we maintain that feeling of being centered and peaceful, whether we're having a great time or when, whether we're not having a great time. And what are those practices that you can incorporate in your life? Hello and welcome to the Powerful Self Podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and I'm here to support you through your transformational journey, providing you with practical tools, practices, and principles to help you permanently remove subconscious energetic blocks, clear those limiting beliefs that may be standing in your way, and help you truly align with the life that you desire, a life in which you experience deep knowing, unshakable confidence, and true personal freedom every single day, because that is what you came here to do. so glad to be in my space. I spent most of this week working somewhere else and it was so good. It was such a great space. However, I felt depleted and this is what inspired this video because this happens so often, right? We can go on vacation and then we need a vacation from that vacation. Why does that happen? And how is it that we can maintain that state of groundedness and presence and just feeling centered? This is both long-term maintenance and short-term maintenance. How can we come back? And what are those some of those practices that we can do to make sure that we're okay, make sure we're on track? And this doesn't just apply when we're going on vacation or changing our environment. However, this I will address that. It can also be when we're, uh, our circle of friends is expanding or when we're in a new relationship or maybe we have a new job and there's like these new things that we feel so good and excited about. However, it's also depleting us for the reason that I'm going to address in today's video. So let us begin by just taking a deep breath and asking how centered do I feel right now? Like where are you right now? When you're listening or watching this, are you here going like, okay, what's next, what's next? Do you feel connected with your body or are you just... Um, yeah, just where are you? Let's say from one to 10, 10 being I'm so connected. One is like, I just all over the place. My mind is not here. I'm not connected to my mind, body or spirit. It's just not here at all. So from one to 10, just acknowledging where is it that you're at? Now taking a deep breath into that and exhaling out and not having any judgment of, oh, shouldn't my number be higher? or maybe lower. <laughs> it's like, maybe I'm doing so well considering everything that's happening in my environment. Like just acknowledging, okay, this is what came up. This is the number that feels good to me. So now why is it that I spent a fantastic week in this beautiful place and there's nature, there's flowers, there's there are animals. Like it was just the energy's fantastic in that place. It was really good. However, I felt depleted. I felt off center and I could feel my energy just not being what it usually is. Why is that? Because although that place was so nourishing, it wasn't where my roots were. It wasn't my foundation. It wasn't where I usually get centered. And yes, it's all within us. And yes, you can say like, I'm the walking ashram. I am 
the one that creates that no matter what is around. Absolutely. But, and I'm thinking of a lawnmower right now because that's something that I had to deal with this morning. Imagine a lawnmower, like it has a battery pack, right? And it's that one of those that just goes around and um, does its thing. And then it comes back to the base. Like, yes, it can perform and it's still a fantastic lawnmower no matter where it is in the garden. However, it needs to come back to that base to recharge. And if it doesn't do that, it can't perform as well for a long period of time. This is the same thing. Yes, you have that centeredness. However, it's important to root and ground and ask, where is it that I'm at? Am I connected to myself? And some of the things that can drain us is having a fantastic time, is being out with people, is connecting maybe with an intimate partner, or it's doing work that we love. These things can also drain us because we're getting carried away and excited in that without coming back to center, without recharging those batteries. And we don't notice how we get depleted. It's like a child, a child would there be like having the best time the whole entire day. And then towards evening, they there's tantrums, they're screaming because they're exhausted and they don't want to do anything else. And everything is just such a problem because they don't have any more strength to do anything because they had a fantastic time all day long. So why, first of all, our physical space, I want to start with this one. Why is it that it's affecting us so much? Because our physical space is the extension of our energetic space. This is why when I start working with clients or I've talked even in my content, I've talked so much about this, the importance of your physical space. Make it the space that you like. If you're using chipped plates or things that are like kind of half broken, your subconscious is perceiving that. These are the standards that you're setting for your life. If you're there not, um, I want to say if you have a lot of clutter, really the rule is like on the surface, there can be a maximum of five things, like three ideally. Anything else is clutter and really five, it's only if you have like a really big surface. So is there clutter in your life? Is there clutter? Because that clutter translates to clutter in your emotional field, in your uh, emotional body, in your mental body and in your spiritual body as well. So what kind of space is it that you're creating <clears throat> and is it your space? Did you... In shamanism, there are concepts of actually so many practices um, of creating power objects. That is an object that you actually put your work and your heart into. So you create a relationship with it because you're putting your time and energy and therefore it gives back to you. All the shamanic tools that I have, they were all made by hand. I gathered the materials. I took the time to put it all together, um, <clears throat> to decorate it, to make it my thing. And part of my energy is in those tools. So therefore they serve me. This is the same thing about your energetic space. You want it to serve you. You want it to recharge you. So are you there uh, treating it with this? It will do. It's okay. Or are you actually loving and building a connection or relationship with it? Because as weird as this may sound to some, yes, you have to create a relationship with your environment. You create a relationship with your room. You create a relationship with the objects that you're using every day, whether it's conscious or unconscious. So therefore, if you're using this chip plate and in your mind, even though it's like that thought is just for a second, but you're there, gosh, I hate this plate. You're building that relationship of I don't like my environment. I don't like this. And therefore, this is what gets recycled in your subconscious. This is what gets recycled in your experience. So the importance of physical space and creating it consciously, I can really not emphasize this enough. This is so important. This is so crucial. And this really does make a shift as much as people at the beginning are like, this isn't a big deal. They start feeling it once they actually implement it. 
Now, another thing about, you know, some of you may be watching this and saying, well, I travel all the time. Like, I don't need to connect to that. And like, I'm surviving. I'm doing really well. Yes. Similarly, as many people, including myself for years, would say, I actually really like stress and anxiety. Like, I'm high functioning when I have, you know, deadlines and I have a lot of things going on. Like, I'm functioning really well and I'm super productive. Like, is it really bad for me if that's what's happening? It's great that you're productive. However, the price that you're paying for that without realizing is an unbalanced nervous system. The price that you're paying for that is those hormones that are there to fight off depression, they're not getting produced in the right way. The price that you're paying for that is that lack of creative flow and just that creativity and motivation and inspiration that doesn't flow in that state. But in that state, when you're there, you're like, I'm functioning awesome. Like, I'm super productive. This is going amazing. Again, I get it. I've been that for years. Comes at a price. So are you going for surviving or are you going for thriving? And really, you can't understand what thriving is because you think that you are. Like, for example, that state when you're super productive and you're like, I've got this covered. I'm doing amazing. This seems like thriving because you don't know the alternative. That you can actually create from a place of centeredness and groundedness and connection and things flow and you don't have to push and you don't have to be anxious that it just flows and it's that combination it's not that you're doing nothing it's like there's decisive action and grace take a deep breath into that because I get that especially if you're used to functioning like that for a long time or if you grew up in this environment where like go 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 was the normal this seems normal. You think that that's how things get done. There is no other alternative, but there is. So this is the same when we spend time with people that are, excite us, right? If it's a new relationship or if it's a friend and you're really having a great conversation, you love it, but at the end you don't feel completely yourself or maybe you're buying into their stories because this is what happens. This is why I'm making this video. This is why this is important. Because when we're there, not feeling centered and rooted and grounded fully, we are more likely to buy into people's stories. We are more likely to get sucked in. We are more likely to self-abandon and go into people-pleasing or go into fight-or-flight mode because we're not there connected and rooted. So how do we make sure that we stay there? One of the things that I would strongly recommend is to have a non-negotiable time for yourself. And this implies like a set time every single week. Let's say it's half an hour. I would don't recommend doing it less than half an hour. You can start with 15 minutes. That seems a lot, but imagine a person that you really love, the most important person in your life. Would you say that, okay, well, yeah, fine. I'll give you half an hour a week. No, right? You would, you would want to care and nurture that relationship. This is the same thing with yourself. Can you give yourself 30 minutes that is an absolute non-negotiable? Like, oh my God, I get to love myself. I get to really connect with myself and really check in and ask, what is it that I want? Without the phone, without distractions, without social media, without the TV, without any other people, you just get to be there with yourself and ask, how is it that I'm doing right now? What is it that I need? And if this is something that you need support with, um, the free resources, check it out. Um, there's some practices there to help you connect and deepen into that. So is this something that you're able to do really asking yourself right now? Am I willing to put my frequency first? 
am I willing to put that feeling of peace and serenity first? Because so often it's like we feel like we have to do all these outer things and then we get to give to ourselves, right? Then we get to, um, I don't know, when we have free time, then we can spend it on ourselves or we can work out or we can um, actually prepare a really mindful meal. You have to give yourself first because you can't give to others from that place. A lot of us feel so drained and burnt out and it's not because we have a lot going on. It's not because we're doing too much. It's because we're not doing enough of what makes us feel good. When I'm energized and I'm full, I can work for like 12 hours in a row without realizing it because I'm just, I'm so good. I feel so good. It's a flow. Like it, it's even if there are things that I don't really want to do, I feel really good about them because I'm energized because I'm at a hundred percent. So no matter what happens in my environment, it doesn't really matter because I'm feeling really good and like I can take it, you know, it's like bring it on. But if I'm there feeling depleted, I can't even go through two hours before like feeling like hell. Like I just, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I would rather do anything else. And there's a lack of so coming into center, are you willing to bring your energy up? Are you willing to focus on your frequency? Are you willing to put yourself first and therefore putting others first by putting yourself first? So with this one, I want you to really be conscious about doing those check-ins like we did at the beginning from one to 10, how am I feeling right now? And what would it take for me to bring it up one number? How can I feel better? And this can be something simple. A lot of people go into, oh, this is probably expensive, or you know, like, oh, I have to redecorate my whole room, that's gonna take a lot of money. No, just start by getting rid of things that you don't need, that already will feel lighter. Start doing things simply, this does not take money, this may take some time and conscious effort and conscious communication with yourself, but if you don't have that, then what do you have? And again, if this is something that you need further support with, check out the free resources, um, this is what that was created for those practices to support you, to assist you. And if you want to go further with that, the Powerful Self membership is for you where we have several workshops and practices and meditations. Uh, and there's a whole library actually of content and then things get added every month and I do a live Q&A to support people there directly with what comes up. This is for this because your frequency comes first, because you come first and then you can give from the overflow, then you can show up as the best version of yourself. So. On this note, taking a deep breath, checking in with yourself where you're at, and I am wishing you a very powerful day. Thank you for listening to the Powerful Self Podcast. If you found this useful, please make sure to follow so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and share it with those who you think will truly benefit from hearing this. And I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out at info at thepowerfulself.me. And on this note, I am sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.